Hey, we are talking about embodying the energy you want to see. Now, this is so cool because that's like the biggest portion of it. And obviously, I'm someone who talks a lot. I'm sure you can imagine this. Um, this is definitely a place where I had to grow. And <laughs> beings that I am that person, it's even more vital that I pay attention to how I embody what I want to see. Um, a lot of you, if you're not talking about it, that's easier right? Because you're not like vulnerably selling yourself out and then giving people the opportunity to check who you are and what you're doing. But if you're not doing that, then the only job you have is to just embody what you want to see, right? And that comes with a long list of checks and balances as to how you do that. And it's hard it's hard not to go into those low places. It's hard not to revolve with those people. And it's even harder to not go and save them. And that's where the talking does you a disservice. Because if we're talking and saying that we're about all these things, that we're about this flow, that we want this happiness, but then we're also gossiping once in a while and sort of sinking into a lower frequency, then everything we say gets undone and people find no worth in our words anymore. And so the greatest thing you can do is just embody what you want to see and make sure that you're checking yourself constantly. Let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, The Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place and alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. So great to see you. I can't even imagine a better vision of what you look like. I'm just seeing you all the time. Okay, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in all of our greatness. I will say that on video, I I have my slippers on today. And so I'm kind of wondering, okay, 
maybe the slippers are causing this, but my head is, maybe I'm closer. I swear I'm normally this close or I just have my thing angled. No, I don't know, but curse my tippy toe tallness because I, my head is like out of the frame and maybe that's normal if you watch often. Um, anyways, curse my tippy toe tallness. I am way too tall right now for my own good. Let's go ahead and dive in. Let's ground ourselves in our greatness yesterday. And this is going to come as a shock to most of you. It was a shock to me. But here's the thing. When you self-publish on Amazon, so I self-published my first planner on Amazon. When you self-publish on Amazon, I waited like a week before I put anything out there, but I was like so excited just to be like, oh my gosh, these are up here. They're a thing. It's a thing. And so I posted it on my Instagram story and people responded to it. And what I kind of wanted prior to that were my author copies, because if you're self-publishing, you have the chance to, before anything even goes live, to order your author copies, which was important for me because I knew that there were going to be adjustments that needed to be made from this. Because how do you adjust something that you only see digitally, right? You don't really know until you know, and then what happens? Well, it's not too late because life is ever evolving. Anyways, <laughs> yesterday, and so many people got theirs before mine. So I ordered my author copies of these planners. Um, hmm probably two weeks before anybody else ordered them. And I just got mine yesterday and I was so envious of people who had theirs before mine and not because I was like, oh, I want mine and I really want to start writing in it, which I absolutely do. Um, really because I was like really wanting to see what we needed to improve before people got them. Now, what I am excited about is that there will be like these very, very, very limited edition. I actually updated the journal last night. So if you want this limited edition one, which is like the first original OG, um, you'll probably need to order that today or tomorrow because the new version will come on. Now, there aren't very many changes, but definitely some instructions. Hi, I'm new at this um, that have been added and then some bio information and all that good jazzy jizzy jazz stuff. Um, and then some branding on the outside on the cover. But for my great thing, I finally got my author copies. I finally got to physically have space with these planners. And I am like proud. And when you're not publishing yourself or you aren't working direct with a publisher and you're just depending on like automated systems within Amazon, uh, it can be tricky, right? Because you probably are going to have something live before you've seen what you produced. But, you know, what a cool thing. What a cool thought and idea. And I think you, I don't know, you can make and do anything. And I started the Death of a Dream movement saying that 
I could figure out how to make this happen for myself. And there are so many things and so many reasons why this can't, but there are way too many opportunities out there for me to believe that I couldn't make whatever I want happen, happen for myself. That I can't attract those opportunities, that I'm not good enough, that I'm not in the right location, that I couldn't do this. And so for a while, we ran from that. And I think it wasn't running in the opposite direction. It was like knowing that there was more to develop before we could get to this place. And I think truest to that was like actually believing in the work that I had done on myself enough to believe that the things that I put into this world could help someone else. I had to help myself first (laughs) before I even believed that there was worth in it. And so we have some journals, uh, actually planners, daily task planners. Pretty cool. You know, the first of many things, the the limited edition version is what I shall call the first draft that I'm seeing right now in front of my face. Definitely opportunity for improvement, but excited that nonetheless, um, to bring this to you, to have this as something that could potentially help you, um, because it definitely helped me. No question it helped me. And um, I guess I'm excited to not just have random papers all over. Now, I did transition to just a five and five notebook, and I've been using that for a while until my uh, planner came in. So what I will tell you is you can buy the planner. It's about It'll cost you about $10 on Amazon. You can buy the planner. There are improvements coming. I want to add more pages. I just will probably keep these pretty thin um, because I want them to be able to lay flat. And I think our ability to do that um, may be impacted by adding too many more pages. So trying to keep those pages down, but at the end of the day, they exist. And I feel really great about that. You know, self-publishing is, uh, it's not the easiest thing I've ever done. Now that I've done it once, it's a lot easier. Uh, but it took me about six months of rounding back, of giving up, of getting enough, um, energy to go try again, of getting rejected, of getting accepted, but then rejected of like all these things. And so to have, to have received in the mail yesterday, these author copies of these planners was just such a big deal to me. And I absolutely am determined to make my own way, whatever that looks like. And I'll figure out how to make it happen. You know, oh, you couldn't possibly publish planners. That's a crazy thing. Wow. Nope. Okay. You don't want to believe in that? Fine. I'll make it happen. 
you don't want to sign off on that being possible? Fine. I'm going to make it happen. Um, so today I will actually launch the training, which if you want more specific training, I did do a podcast called Five and Five. Um, and you can get training there. There's normal podcasty stuff that revolves in that episode. So if you want the specific training, it should be around like a five minute training. I'm going to offer it for free for the first month. And then it'll probably be probably come in right around like 20 bucks if you wanted to take it. Uh, we'll see. We'll see where we end up on that. But for sure, it'll be free um, to test and just grow content and feedback on how the system works for all of you. So that's my great thing. We officially have author copies of the planner here at my house. And it was amazing to see. Okay, let's go ahead and dive all the way in. This morning, I was like, Oh, today, Today, what are we going to talk about today, today? And, um, you know, I, I guess I always feared or for a while, I feared bringing my truth here. And it was like a really scary thing to just know that every single person in this world, should they want to, should they request it, should they seek it out, could see directly into my heart and soul throughout this whole growth process. And that's like a really intimidating thing because that's, you know, if you're committing to growth as the end result, to growth as the forever, that means the things you said at some point are not going to be true to you anymore. And I was really scared of that. Like, oh no, I'm right here in this place. This is what feels right to me right in this moment. I'm going to bring it to you and say it to you. And two years from that episode, it could not be true. Right? It could not be true. It could not be real or a place that I didn't grow past. I mean, a lot a lot of my early on content, this I promise you, was extremely angry and hurtful and lost and exploring and just painful. And I have to go back and listen, right? Because we're going to write the book on that. But I think, I honestly think I'm going to just need to escape for a while. And there will probably be a lot of tears in listening and reflecting and like experiencing all of that again, I have to sort of gear myself up to take in that content. Um, and with that, right, with the true acceptance that you're putting yourself all the way out there. You give people the opportunity to like opt out. And for me, this entire endeavor has been about growth. And so I think that's scary to just be that vulnerable, to like really wear your heart on your podcast or in your blog or in your book or in whatever. It's hard. 
it's even scarier knowing that it still exists out there in this world and people could take that for who you are right now. And as you continue to grow, your mindset, your perspective, yourself are going to grow and evolve with you. So I have content from three years ago now that there is maybe some semblance of still truth there, but there's a lot of anger there that I definitely have worked to heal from. And I know a part of that anger and sort of gumption was just wanting to like take people with me. Right. And how many of us have that where we're like, okay, well, I'm starting to feel better, but I don't want to be the only one to feel better. I want people to come with me and I want to rescue them. And I don't want them to be angry because honestly, like it's tearing me down and I want all of us to go to this place and please come with me. Let, let me save you. I can save you. Let me help you. And this morning I watched this really quick video on a butterfly. And it said this, a butterfly, if you break it out of its cocoon, will die. Because it gains its strength it needs to survive from breaking out of the cocoon itself. A butterfly gains its strength to survive by breaking out of the cocoon itself. And this goes twofold. One, how often are we requesting someone else's help to break us out? Right? And like, I love all of you, wholly and fully. I don't even know who you are. I know some of you. I talk to some of you. Um, but like, I love all of you. But this podcast is not going to be the thing to break you out of the cocoon. It isn't. You are going to have to do that work. That's why I don't give you all of these things saying like, this is the way. Please use this daily task planner and you will certainly unveil all of the golden opportunities in your life if you would only use this please use this it's ten dollars on amazon and it will be the answer to all of the questions you have in life it's not it's one thing that could maybe help you win that could maybe help you tap into your own potential and get back there it's a tool but it is not an answer and no one has your answer but you. No one can break you out of this place but you. And I would love to be able to be that person for you. And there's no doubt that I could like maybe over time keep listening and committing. Maybe you could see some of yourself in me or you could see how this person has evolved over time and broke themselves. And maybe... You could see yourself going on that same, a similar path. But I promise you, we're not going to have the same path to enlightenment. I promise you. Right? 
So following every single person's word, word for word, going, yep, that's it. Oh my gosh, I just need to take this course and then I'll be there. Oh my gosh, I just have to go on this trip and then I'll be there. Stop. Nobody can break you out. In fact, if they do, you're probably looking for more pain on the backside, right? Because you're going, this isn't hitting. This isn't doing what it was supposed to do. This isn't where I was supposed to be. This isn't all these things, right? Well, yeah, man, you needed that strength to survive. You can't be crawling out of the cocoon that someone cracked open for you. You're killing yourself. And you're trying to kill other people. Right? And it's like natural human instinct. Oh my gosh, well, we got to help these other people. I learned this and now I must help them. And that's not to say like, don't share tools. Hey, by all means, share this podcast as much as you possibly can. Review it every single day if you can. Share it with every friend that you have. Go for it. Um, (laughs) I I don't want to say that they'll judge you and think that you're a crazy person, but they may. I'm just going to prepare you. Um, It's not for everyone. (laughs) But, right, like, we have to stop stepping out of our own cocoons once we've broken out of them and going back for the rest. They have to have the opportunity to break themselves out. And so I know that it's hard, right? I know that it's hard to not go back and be like, hey, sis, pack your bags. I'm going to break you free from all this pain and, like, That's been the most painstaking part for me is like, I think I know what could help you, but I can't, I can't read the book for you. I can't force this on you, right? Because it's impacting your own will and ability to go find and do and like, very specifically with the person that I am closest with in this entire world, my husband, there have been so many moments as we sort of grow alongside one another. There have been so many moments when I just want to come in, like swoop in and like Tarzan and Jane pick him up and just be like, brother, I got you. I have you, my love. Don't worry. Let's go swing on this grapevine together through the forest with the monkeys and live this greater life. No. For a while, were we on completely different wavelengths? Yes. Are we still on different pages? Yeah. But I think everybody gets there over time. And the greatest thing that you can do for anybody who's struggling, right? is just to embody it, period. You embody what you want them to be. And that means you're constantly checking yourself, right? Like, oh, how did I show up to that conversation? You've heard that before on this podcast and you probably went, well, that's sort of a crazy thing for someone to say. Who really thinks that hard about how they're showing up to meetings and what their energetic flow was and what they said and how they put themselves out there. Who does that? Well, someone who knows that I can't cut people out of their cocoons, right? 
Someone who's just wanting to embody what they hope other people will get to, right? And so the beauty of this podcast and of all of this content, which could seem scary, right? To be that vulnerable, to put that out there, to really work through some crazy low shit (laughs) over time to come here painful. And like, I very much started trying to cut people out of their cocoons. And I think that's a phase that we all go through on this journey. It's like you have this knowledge and you just want to share it and you just want everybody to come along with you. And at some point I started to realize that people can't, can't and aren't going to come along with me unless I am true in what I'm saying. And so that means you can say it all you want. But if you aren't walking that path, if people don't see that you are that person now, right? And so I think that's such a beautiful gift because it's like someone could come onto my podcast, they could have the opportunity to experience me as I am right now. And they could go, whoo, right? And I hear this feedback sometimes, whoo, this is a really like good energy person. And that's cool, right? Because you go, oh, okay, this person knows something. And then you can go back and you can listen to how very little I knew, to how extremely hurt and pain-stricken my early journey was to this path. You can hear all of that. It's scary, right? It's scary to me that People can go back and see that deep into my soul. They can see that every day right here. And they can see where it started. And I don't think it's scary as it is inspiring. But it was really scary when I didn't know if I was going to break out of the cocoon or not. And that was probably around... Uh, October through December of 2020. There were so many like opportunities that were put out there to me that I just said no to that probably were really great opportunities, but I, I had to say no because I was just like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm going to do any good here on this earth. I don't know that I'm, capable of helping other people because I don't know that I'm actually helping myself. I don't know that we're getting anywhere. Right? And I think I was blessed with a lot of opportunities to focus on something else right in that same time. And that felt so aligned and it made so much sense right in that moment. And I don't know, eventually I'll know. I don't know if it made sense because it needed to distract me from other opportunities that were being presented in that moment because it was all supposed to work out this way. And I was supposed to sort of find my way out of the cocoon and find my own path to rescuing myself. Right? And hopefully, poetically, that's how it all plays out, right? That we 
found our way there and we didn't take the shortcuts that were offered and we didn't take opportunities that would have probably lost us or led us down a path that didn't make sense. And I think the universe is looking out for you and it's ever playing in your favor, no question. Right. And I could have looked at that and gone, why couldn't I have just have arrived then? But I knew like deep in my core that those were not things that I could say yes to right in that moment, because I hadn't even proven it to myself at that point. I was still questioning whether or not we were actually going to get somewhere. Whether or not we would return to our whole self or ever find that person again. Right? That's a scary thing. Those are crazy things to live out loud. And I guess at the turn of the new year in 2021, all of a sudden it just became really obvious that I couldn't keep going back to rescue people. I could give them little tidbits based on me being present in a conversation and knowing all of the things that I had grown through, I could hand them like secret sources. I was talking with someone the other day and they're like, oh, I'm really struggling with this. And I'm like, you know what? I read a really great book on that very specific topic. I will give it to you. The cool thing about giving people books versus suggesting a book is that there's like this sort of unintentional guilt that comes along with us. It's like, oh, oh, they gave me this book. I guess I better read it. Whereas I'd be like, hey, you should go buy this book. You're never going to buy that book. Come on. Right? But it shows up on your doorstep with a bow. You might. You'll probably think about it a lot more because you probably feel kind of bad for not reading it. Those of you who I have sent books, that is not, that was not the intention. But <laughs> I love you anyways. Okay. <laughs> See? So vulnerable. What are you going to do? I send people books a lot. I love you. If you get a book from me, just know I love you more than most. (laughs) And it means that I'm paying attention to what you're saying. And I want to give you a guide that I found true to where I was at in that moment of growth for me. Okay. But at the end of the day, None of that matters. You aren't going to listen to a damn resource that I send you if I'm like, be happy, don't be mad. And then I'm like this gossip, villainous person that keeps presenting themselves. And it's not a perfect practice, but that's what I'm saying. You have to, as you look to embody it, right? You have to keep a check on yourself constantly. You have to have those reflective conversations of like, okay, this was good, good conversations, non-gossip. You didn't participate. You walked away. You, whatever, you changed the subject. You moved us to a better place. You brought everybody back to love. Good job. You did that 70% of the time. How can we make it 80 next time? Where did we slip up? How did we not embody this? What triggered us, right? And that's a part of what you're going to have to do at some point in order to make sure 
that you are embodying. What it is you want others to embody. What it is you want others to see you as. Right? It's going to take that much work. It is. And yesterday I was looking up some research on entrepreneurs and I'm working on the training for these five and five planners. And I um, stumbled upon this stat that was like, you're going to have to give yourself two years of doing nothing but being obsessed. And that doesn't just go if you're building a company that goes with self-growth. If you're in an extremely lost place, you don't have time to cut other people out of their cocoons. Your time needs to be spent on you and how you're embodying what you want to be. How you're paying attention to your own energy. Because I love you and I want you to go back and save people. But you can't save people if you're not focused on who you are. Because you can't cut them out. They need their own strength to survive. Your job is just to embody the energy you want to see. And as a result... You will get that energy back, but it takes time, a lot of time and focus and energy and thought, and you can do it. You absolutely can, but your job is just to embody. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, you've made it all the way here. And I do want to tell you that this is like where the real listeners go to get the inside track. Because we have started to work with Brain.fm, which is an incredible meditation, creative focus app, which actually helps with all of those things. Focus, relaxation, creativity, like I utilize it in so many different ways and I didn't realize that it was sort of the music app that I was lacking. And I was excited when they reached out to become an affiliate of this show um, and help my listeners utilize this platform for all the things that we talk about on this show because Music is one of those things that allows you to tap in and go to a higher level quicker than you could if you were just doing it on your own. So this helped so much in my meditative practice. It helped me from the mind wander that was constantly kind of coming up. It helped when I was in workflow for my mind to not wander into the lyrics of songs. It helped sort of just create this white noise in the background. And then this was the most unexpected help that happened. (laughs) It also helped with like getting my kids to bed and waking them up in the morning. I noticed that the general frequency of what usually would have been an up and down experience sort of levels. And we all just experience this common calmness in all those instances where in a lot of nights and mornings, we'd have so many ups and downs. It leveled all of that out. So I'm excited. If you use the code, the death of a dream, you get 10% off of your subscription to that. Now, what I do love about it is that if it's not helping you, you can just end that subscription. So to try it for a month, it might cost you about three bucks. Okay. 
see if you like it, see if it works for you. And if it doesn't, you can always stop. Um, <laughs> but if it does, I think it's a really great way to tap into this self meditation, focus, presence work that we're always staying conscious of. I will have the link in the show notes every day for you to go ahead and check that on out. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at the death of a dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there. And then Hannah Ness on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website. If you feel like it, there are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast. Um, and you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me, let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.